Hello, this is David Popper. I'm the personal injury guru. And on today's show, uh, we have a surgical nurse uh, that is going to have the opportunity to speak with us. And the reason I thought that was important is because a lot of people have a lot of fears and concerns if, in fact, they have to have surgery. And one of the things that I was concerned about myself when I had surgery was, are they going to talk to me about it? Are they going to educate me about this? Are they going to talk to me about the pros and the cons and the risks completely? Are they going to be able to make me feel comfortable? Are they going to show me that they really do care? And is there always going to be somebody with me? Um, it's just the unknown. So I'm trying to get rid of the fear of the unknown by bringing uh, Mandy in. And she's she's been a nurse for, for many years. She's been an operating room nurse for probably 20 plus years. And she has an amazing amount of experience. And once you hear from her, you'll realize that she loves her job. She loves this type of work. She loves people. She wants to make sure they're happy and that they feel comfortable and confident. She wants to make sure they're educated and she's there for them. Uh, we're going to talk about having a surgery the day you show up at the surgery center, uh, who's with you, what types of um, you know things that they cover and what they go over with you and, and everything from laying on the gurney to getting the IV in to being taken to the ER, who's in the ER, uh, what types of procedures they do, leaving the ER, how they stay with you when you wake up, you're with someone. It's all going to be about making you feel a little bit more confident about the unknown. Uh, many people have had surgery and they've seen this firsthand, but there's a lot of people that haven't that in the future may have surgery. And again, the reason I, I'm doing this podcast is I want to make sure that I can reach out to people and let them know that this is a concern I think that enough people that I know that I've had, uh, clients, friends, family, and even myself, that I thought it was worth putting out there. Um, so we will be right back with uh, Mandy, um, and I'll be happy to, uh, to discuss that with her and make sure that she kind of makes everyone feel a little bit better about having surgery if you need it. Um, and again, uh, this is David Papa, and I am the personal injury guru. We'll be right back. This is the Personal Injury Guru Show with attorney David Papa. Hey, this is David Papa, the Personal Injury Guru, and today uh, I'm here with surgical nurse Mandy. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great, thanks. And uh, Mandy works at CSI here in Clearwater, which is Comprehensive Spine Institute. Is that correct. right? That's correct. All right. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your education and background and how you became a surgical nurse? So I originally started out in the operating room as a physician assistant. Um, I went to college. I started out as an education major, and I decided that teaching was not my forte. <laughs> I really only wanted to be a teacher to right. have the summers off. I always loved medicine. I started looking at different jobs. I suddenly found that being a surgical tech in the operating room was something that sounded interesting. So. I, I finished that as a certificate program in a community college. I did that for 10 years. Wow. And in those 10 years, um, you're in the ER. In the OR. Did I say ER? Yes. <laughs> OR. The operating room, because she's a surgical nurse. I, I stay corrected. And as you're in the operating room, uh, kind of put us in that atmosphere. Is it, is it very stressful? Is it? I mean, I, I've never been in the operating room awake. 
<laughs> That's I've a had good a couple thing. of surgeries, but I did want to make sure that I'm asleep when it happens. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's, it can be very stressful, but it's also yeah. a very relaxed environment. It's something that we do every day. I have people tell me all the time, I'm very nervous. And I said, that's okay for you to be nervous because right. I'm not. I mean, that's my home. That's right. where I live. That's everything I know. But there are times that it can be stressful. But the good thing is, is that when you've been in the OR for a long time and everybody in the room is, is comfortable in the OR, we know what to do in those stressful environments. Right, because it's a teamwork concept. Absolutely. Absolutely. Everybody has a place and everybody has mm -hmm. a part. Okay. Are there any things that uh, in a surgery that can pop up that are unexpected that cause a little bit of a panic? Does that happen? For sure. Bleeding. I mean, when you're doing surgery, right. there's going to be blood. Um, if you hit a bleeder and, you know, you everybody has to kind of concentrate on, on the goal of getting the bleeding stopped. And once that, you know, is controlled, we move on and smooth sailing after that. Right. And and as in that situation, what types of surgeries were you seeing? Was it A to Z or anything? Oh, I did everything. I did everything from okay. open heart surgery to uh, orthopedic to spine surgery to general surgery, everything. And was there any particular surgery that you found more interesting or focused on more than the other? Or was it just all the same and 100% focus and that's it? Uh, the spine surgery is definitely more focused. You're working around a spinal cord, you know, yeah. cardiac surgery, you're working around the heart. Yeah. Those tend to be a little bit more intense surgeries. Okay. And are they long surgeries? I mean, what was the length of some of these surgeries? Some are long. Uh, even some of this, when I first did a lot of spine surgery, um, we did eight and 10 hour scoliosis corrections. Cardiac surgeries can be five or six hours. Some are very short, and it can be anywhere from 20 to 30 minutes to 8 to 10 hours is probably the longest surgery I've done. Wow. Okay, so after you got finished doing that, you, you moved on? Correct. Okay. I loved my job as a surgical tech, right. um, but my, what I was lacking was knowing what happened to my patients before and after surgery. I really wanted to follow them, see how they did, know who they were. I mean, every day people came in and out of my OR, they were there for a short period, but I knew nothing about them. Right. So I decided that I wanted to go back to school and I worked as a surgical tech during the day, seven to three, and I would go to school from six to 10 every night to work on finishing enough credits to get my bachelor's degree. Wow, that's dedication. I love my, I love the OR, I love medicine, I love taking care of people, and that was my ultimate goal. Wow, well that, that's, thank God we have people like you around because that's amazing, it really is. I it, love my job. That's great. Okay, um, so let's talk a little bit about um, CSI, uh, when you started there and what type of work you do there. I just had my five-year anniversary of well, working at Comprehensive Spine Institute. There's nowhere else I'd rather work. Um, it's a great team. Everybody works together. Mm -hmm. um, the surgeons are phenomenal. Um, everybody is very dedicated to making sure people get better. Right. Oh, I've I seen am, that. I've yeah. seen that from them. Mm -hmm. I am a physician assistant there. I also okay. do a lot of uh, work in the operating room at our surgery center. Um, okay. Anywhere from getting people prepared for surgery in the preoperative sense of it to the intraop during surgery and uh, once they're done, once they go home, following up back in the clinic. And, and, and I want to talk a little bit about that. Um, somebody, if somebody, and this is for the benefit of everyone out there that uh, had an accident and they may need surgery. Uh, whether it's, you know, elbow, wrist, knees, spine surgery. Um, 
or you know, I've had surgeries myself. I've had a knee surgery recently from one of your doctors mm -hmm. over there. Uh, Dr. Von Sala was very successful. And I've had many, many of my um, clients have been there. And they've all said the same thing, great results and great people. Um, so for the people out there that have never had surgery before, it's scary. It really is. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of fear that goes into it. People are afraid they won't wake up. They're afraid they'll get paralyzed. They're afraid of all these different things that go on. Um, it, how do you calm those people down? How do you talk to those people? The biggest key for preparation of surgery is education. Okay. Making sure that people know exactly what to expect because it's easier to explain to somebody before surgery what to expect than after they've had anesthesia, they're groggy waking up, and they have they don't know afterwards what to expect if they understand you know that what risks and complications and what thing you know what to expect that are normal then it's usually much easier for them to go through right because i know that when i've had a few different uh, clients of mine that are patients of yours uh those are the things that they express to me because what i try to do is when i find out my clients are having surgery the first thing i do is i, I ask them to come in and sit down with me and i say how do you feel about this are you okay and um, what concerns do you have, and have you addressed them yet with the doctor? Mm -hmm. Because I want to make sure they're completely, like you said, educated. I say I just want to be completely informed and advised um, about this because I'm concerned because, um, you know, I refer them to you guys because I trust you guys. Mm -hmm. I really do, and I trust the doctors there. Um, and if I didn't, we wouldn't be having this conversation. Correct. Correct. And, um, and the point is I went there myself, so I send my clients where I would go too. And when I see that, my biggest concern is with them is don't go into this with a fear of unknown. And I think that was the biggest fear a lot of them have was, well, they told me, but I'm, I'm just not sure about what happens under these circumstances or what could happen. And I always say, make the phone call. Mm -hmm. Meet the doctor once more before you go in. And I think that you hit it right on the nose. If you educate people and inform them, it seems to take the fear away. 100%. 100%. I tell people... You know, you're going to leave even when they come in for their preoperative visit. You're going to have more questions once you leave because we are going through tons of information today. Right. And I want you to make a list. And, you know, these are the days that I'm here in the office and I want you to call. Any questions, there are no stupid questions. Right. Ask all the questions you need because that's my job is to be here and make sure that you are fully knowledgeable of what you're about to have done. And it's not just your job. You can tell. <laughs> this is, you put your heart into it and I think that people see that. And I do love my job. I mean, I love taking care of people. I mean, yeah. everybody says you do what you love, whether you get paid or not. If you know, obviously, mm -hmm. money makes the world go round. But if I could it do it, and it, you know, for free, I would do it anytime. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So I know that I've had people, like I said, so they've gone in there. And do you have have like a situation where, um, you know, you arrive? Let's talk about arrival. I mean, you arrive at the surgery center. Kind of tell us what happens when you arrive, and and what the steps are. So once, once patients arrive, um, they get checked in. Everybody receives an armband. It says your name, your date of birth, any allergies that you may have, right. all of that pertinent information. Because if Joe Smith shows up the same day that Joe B. Smith shows up, you have to make sure that there's the right person. Sure. And we will check your arm, armband five, ten times. We'll ask you to repeat your name. We'll ask you your, your date of birth because we don't. Need, we don't want any mistakes. Right. Um, once you get checked in, they take you back to the preoperative area. Um, they always usually tell you to wear something comfortable. We'll have you put on a surgical gown, and that's for your own safety. You, when you have surgery, you don't want anything um, constricting. 
Oh, okay. Um, See, I wonder what that was because <laughs> when when I was in there with getting my knee surgery done this past Monday, they said, you got to put this gown on, but nothing else. <laughs> and then you're like, well, that's a bit, you know, all right, that's fine. But I, I never really knew why. Because, <laughs> mostly really because when we you, you use cautery to cauterize bleeders during surgery, and there's always a risk of fires. You know, you worry about fire. You worry about um, laying on elastic or bundled up fabric for too long. You can get a pressure sore. You know, all that kind of stuff. But mm -hmm. that's our job is to protect you while you're asleep. So Okay, you if, said fire? Yeah, there's cautery is an uh, electric uh, bovie instrument that we use that heats up and it cauterizes the end of the blood vessels and that's what stops the bleeding. Oh, see, I just learned something new. Yeah. Okay, well, all right, very good. Well, that's what we're All these here. things we have to worry about. Yes, well, that's, but, but, but that's the key. I, I prefer that you know that. Correct, <laughs> rather, correct. Rather than me knowing it. Yes, for yeah. sure, for oh, sure. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so I'm sorry, we can continue. And, and... So we have you change into a gown, yep. um, and then they'll usually get started, they'll get an IV started, and that's right. what they will use to put you to sleep, to give you pain medicine after surgery, all of that stuff. It's usually one stick and that's it. So a lot of people are very yeah. nervous about needles. Um, yeah. You have one stick and everything goes through that same IV. Now I have terrible veins <laughs> and I mean so bad. So when I showed up and, and, and it was funny because the nurse came over and she's like, oh no, you're fine. I'm like, oh really, I don't have veins. People sometimes have a real hard time finding my vein and it takes a few you know, the sticks. good thing as nurses in an operating room, we know where to have, find oh my veins. God, you did. She <laughs> went right here, and I still got the dot right there into the vein. That's where she went. There's my. It, it, she went right in. She said, "It's done." I'm like, "Really?" Yeah. It's like, "Yeah, it's done. You're you're all set now." I was like, "That's the biggest concern I had going in, believe it or not." Once that's in, then it's usually smooth sailing for people. Yeah. Um, people will usually wait a little bit. You know, if there's other procedures going on ahead of you, we have you come yeah. in a little bit early just so yeah. that everything's ready to go. Right. Um, but yeah, once you, once you've gotten to the, in the gurney waiting, you're pretty much, your pre-op is, is set and we're just waiting to get started. Right. And I noticed that the, when I was there after they got me set on the gurney, then the anesthesiologist comes over. Correct. He'll come yep. over and ask lots of questions, mm -hmm. any history of problems with anesthesia. Right. A lot of people, you know, say that they get really nauseous. There's great medications that we use, um, through the IV and even afterwards, um, oral medications that are great for nausea. We've learned a lot in you know over the years, and so there's lots of things that make that very minimal. Yeah, he, he they did mention that to me, and I said, yeah, I said I got a bit nauseous once before, and he mm -hmm. said, no problem, we'll give you something for it, and you'll wake up, you'll be fine. And yeah. I was, I had no nauseousness whatsoever. Yeah, that's the key, because wow. if if people get sick, you're already in pain, and then you're throwing up. It's miserable after yeah, surgery. You don't need that. Yeah. So the more yeah. we know ahead of time, again back to education. We know how to treat you better. Right. No, I, it was great. And I remember after that, I'm being, um, they, they take me into the operating room and mm -hmm. I was still awake. Yeah. You know, and I'm looking around and I'm thinking, boy, I'd rather be asleep right now because <laughs> you get a little, the, the anticipation's there. But once I get in the operating room, um, they asked me to move myself a little bit to help them move me over to the to the operating table. Correct. Correct. And uh, they helped me and assisted me and everything went really smooth and then they, they separated my arms a little bit from my body. And yeah. um, and then I remember uh, the doctor coming up to me. I'm like, I said, no, no, I'm still awake, pal. <laughs> I remember looking at him like, no, 
Yeah, may, let's wait a few minutes here. But the anesthesiologist behind said, ah, oh, you're going to be out. Stop from 100, you'll be out in two seconds. Yeah, like, most oh, people right. don't make it to 90. <laughs> I made it to 98. Yeah. I remember true. saying 99, 98. It was like a real funny thought. Like, oh, Good night. Yeah, yeah. the <laughs> medication always wins. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? But it yeah. makes people very comfortable. Um, yeah. You drift off. You don't even know it. And then people wake up very smooth also. You know, there's no mm. no struggling. Um, you know, the our anesthesiologist at the surgery center is fantastic. Right. He's done this, you know, 20 plus years. Yep. And... It's a very safe environment. And, you know, in, throughout my um, episodes that we always talk about, I mentioned that experience is everything. A hundred percent. And I, I want people to understand that because when you're looking for an attorney, when you're looking for a doctor, when you're looking to get surgery done, experience is the most important thing out there because people simply get better with time. Absolutely. You learn a lot. I mean, we all started somewhere. Yeah. But yeah. what we've learned along the way means everything. Yes. In critical in critical situations. I mean, I'm sure you as an attorney, you know, there's things that you didn't know when you first started. Oh, and yeah. you learn and, you know, us in the, as medical staff, in, when when things get tricky, you have to know the tricks to get through it. So. Right. And, and that's a good point because and, and there's also a, a huge gap between what doctors need to know and what attorneys need to know because I've always got time to figure it out. <laughs> and when I first started doing trials, if I lost an, um, some type of evidentiary argument in front of the judge at trial, the next day I would come back and I'd be fully prepared to make that argument again. Correct. And it didn't really cost me anything. <laughs> a doctor, on the other hand, there's no room for error. There's no room for, hey, leave this guy here for a few hours. I'm going to go home, take a nap, think about it. Read up. Read up. <laughs> I'll be back tomorrow. It's got to be right then and there. Yeah. Sometimes you have to make life and death decisions in a matter of seconds. Right. And that's what I find most amazing. And that's why I want a doctor who's very experienced. Correct. That's been through all those steps that has seen the worst of the worst case scenarios pop up and still manages it without blinking an eye. Correct. And uh, you've got those doctors over Absolutely. There. All of the doctors at CSI are very experienced. Um, nobody, everybody's been around, you know, five, ten years, at, right. and plus some of them 20 years. And it's hard to find that experience. And one thing about all the doctors at CSI is they will work together. If somebody has a question, you know, when we do preoperative planning, um, if there's a question, you know, you can, you can ask someone else for their opinion and together we'll put a plan together. That'll mm -hmm. be the best for the patient. And see, that's, that's the teamwork that I've always looked for and not just my surgeons and the nurses that work there and the anesthesiologists, but in the chiropractors and the mm -hmm. physical therapists and every other form of doctor out there because if everyone works together for the patient, boy, it really works out good. Absolutely. The it patient does. does so much better in the end, which is our number one goal. Right. You know, our goal is that in the end, the patient gets better, they're happy, they're able to move forward with their life and they can put, you know, if it's an accident or whatever behind them. Right. So let's go back to the to the ER now. In the ER, you, you, you go to sleep and, and uh, you guys do your thing. How mm -hmm. many people are actually, I mean, I saw four or five people. How many people are actually in the room for, you know, I have my knee done, say, say a knee surgery? Four or five is usually pretty a pretty common number. Okay. So you have the anesthesiologist, yep. you have the surgeon, and the surgeon usually has an assistant. Right. Um, I always am there to assist Dr. Ragab. Um, mm -hmm. There is a surgical tech that does all of the instrumentation. Okay. There is a surgical nurse that is the person that's not sterile who can get supplies when we need things um, and get them open because all of us at the table are sterile. 
So we what? can't just go grab something to oh, open it up. See, that's a good point. So you have to have somebody on the outside who's able to give us stuff sterilely um, that we need. Oh, all right. See, I never thought of it that way, but now that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. does. Okay. And um, so the operation's over. And does the doctor close you up? Is it the nurse? Who, who closes you up, actually? Usually the nurse. I I mean, I am a physician assistant in, right. uh, in the operating room, and I close most uh, all of our patients. Okay. Um, the, it depends on who's there. If the doctor's working by himself, he will close. Mm -hmm. um, closer, for me, is a very important thing. Well, yes, for me, too. <laughs> because I will tell you, for years of experience of working in the OR, yeah. patients notice the most what their incision looks like afterwards. I looked at it first and foremost. When I got home, I unwrapped that Christmas present to see what was underneath. Yep, you have oh, to yeah. make it look good. Yeah, you do. You have to make it look good. So I'm very picky about that. Right. And... Um, we want a good outcome, but we also want a good incision because that's what somebody has to look at every single day. Yes. So we get them, you know, close everything up. Um, we get you moved over to the bed. Usually you won't remember any of this. I didn't remember a thing. Nope. Um, they'll make sure that you're very comfortable when they wheel you out to the recovery room. And in the recovery room, you were greeted by another two nurses who hook you up to all of the, you know, your pulse ox, your right. blood pressure, all of your heart monitors. Um, because we'll monitor you very, very closely as you're waking up. Uh, they'll ask you about your pain scale. You know, we want to make sure that you're as comfortable as can be. Right. Afterwards, your pain is not going to be zero. That's, you know, it's right. unfortunately that's something that we can't do. But we will keep it as minimal as we can and keep you as comfortable as you can. Right. I remember waking up and I remember a very pleasant nurse looking at me and saying, Hey, Dave, you okay down there? You awake? <laughs> and I'm looking up and I'm just like, ah, it's over? And she said, it's all over. I just remember counting to 98 and then waking up and seeing the nurse. It's usually a pretty good sleep. Boom. It's deep. I didn't dream. I didn't think about anything. I was out. Yeah. I almost felt like saying, hey, look, let me go back to sleep for a few more hours on that stuff. Exactly. Because that was good. It is. It's a good sleep. And it goes by very fast and oh, people don't know it. Yeah. Which yeah. is the best thing, obviously. It is. You know, it's, that's really, uh, surgeries today are so much easier um, I remember having like wisdom teeth out when I was younger and what a hell of a time that, that was. That was a big deal. I mean, that was, was a big terrible. deal back then. Mm -hmm. It was terrible. Yeah. And uh, when I had, I played sports and we had surgeries back then, either on a knee or an elbow, mm -hmm. it was, they opened you up, you got infections. Yeah. It was miserable. I and had my tonsils out when I was 18 and that's probably the worst surgery I've ever isn't that I something? couldn't even imagine doing that again. Yeah, that was and, miserable. And, and now today we're talking about doing spine surgery and say, you know, say it's an ACDF where they they are. Why don't you tell us what an ACDF is and how easy they basically are today? It's very it's very smooth. An ACDF is an anterior cervical discectomy infusion. They're usually right. done for a disc herniation in the neck. Um, it's very smooth. You take the disc out, you replace it with a piece of bone graft. Uh, that bone graft then fuses the two vertebras together. Right. You put a plate over the top of it, which basically acts almost like a rebar while the, while the bone heals. Right. But people wake up, they're there for probably a total of two hours. They go home the same day, and wow. when they wake up, their arm pain is completely gone. They Oops. have a little bit of neck pain, wow. and, but in the, you know, a couple of weeks, they're back to their normal routine. That's amazing. It yeah. really is amazing. And and they work from the front, right? Correct. So they don't even go near the spinal cord. No, we don't even go near the spinal cord. We go in through the front. Right. The incision is maybe an inch long. 
um, mm -hmm. and we're able to get everything done through a little one-inch incision. See, to me, that's amazing. The surgeries today, and I know a lot of people get nerved up. They're like, oh my God, you're sending me to see a surgeon. I'm like, I'm sending you to get the advice of someone that knows best about your condition. Whether you have surgery, I always say, is up to you. I've Correct. never once told my a client, you better get surgery. I've never done that. I've always said, go to the doctor, and you have to determine whether they think you need surgery. Mm -hmm. If they recommend it, that's up to you and the doctor. I said, just before we're, our, our you know, relationship is concluded, I want my client to be able to look me in the eye and said he gave me the best possible doctors with the best advice for my injury but I don't tell them what to do. I'll never do that. And that's one thing at CSI, we are not pushy. We don't tell I've people that. that that is the only option. We mm -hmm. give you all of the options and everyone is free to pick what they want to do. We will try very hard to do everything we can right. to avoid surgery if we can, because uh, surgery is surgery. Yep. But in the end, if we've tried everything else and you're not getting better and surgery mm -hmm. you know, is what we need to do, we I feel very confident that we have mastered it through the, the clinic and the surgery center right. of doing the right thing for people. Yeah, and that's the key. It really is. Um, that's the most important part about what I'm trying to do here is let people know um, you're a caring group of people. It's not just, oh my God, I've got to go see a doctor. I might have surgery. But to see the people behind the scenes, the, the people that make this all happen, like yourself, that really care about the patients and make sure that they're comfortable, make sure they're well-educated and informed, because people out there are going to have surgery. Correct. For accidents. For the one thing about our facility is I feel like everybody cares, yeah. and that's not that is not everywhere. Uh, medicine is medicine, but you know one thing about our our facility is everyone cares, and mm -hmm. our ultimate goal is to make sure people get better. And you've worked at other facilities, and you know that firsthand. I've worked in a lot of facilities, and mm -hmm. and you know I I love where I work. I, our sure. group is like a family, and everybody does the right thing, which keeps everybody together. Yeah, and that's exactly where I get from uh, Dr. Ragab, who I know well from, from yeah. uh, CSI, and uh, he'll be joining us eventually, and I think that he'll be very proud of what you're saying because he, he really takes pride in, in being a good guy and doing the right thing and having a good team of people that really care about the patients first. That is the key, yeah. That yeah, is definitely the key. Absolutely. Um, well, anyway, I think that's that pretty much wraps it up. I mean, is there anything that we've missed or anything else that you'd like to say about CSI? or CSI is uh, it's called Comprehensive Spine Institute. We're located in Clearwater. Uh, we have four surgeons, Dr. Ragab, Dr. Weber, Dr. Kimball, and Dr. Bansal. And mm -hmm. everybody's very caring, and we're here to help. If you have, even for a surgical opinion, we'll give you all of your options, and you can decide where you, where you want to go. And that's important, folks, because in my line of work, uh, it's very difficult to find real, real excellent doctors with an excellent staff that treat you respectfully all the time. I know it should be that way, but it's not always that way. Uh, at CSI, it is. They do a great job, and I'm proud to know that I work with them, and they're good people. Um, you know, whether you need surgery or not, it's okay to talk to a surgeon because they know best about what you may or may not need. Um, and that's all I can do is set you in the right direction. So if I ever tell one of my clients, head over to CSI, get an opinion, I'm not telling them to get surgery. I'm telling them, go look at the best doctors in the area and they'll tell you what you should do. If you trust them, go for it. If you don't want to have the surgery, they'll find something else for you, maybe injections or, Correct. or something else that'll help get past it without having to have surgery. Absolutely. Okay, well, thank you very much for, uh, for joining the, the podcast. I really appreciate it. It's been very informative. Thank you for having me. All right, awesome. Thank Thanks. you very Have much, Andy. Okay, we'll be back to the personal injury guru.
Welcome back to the Personal Injury Guru. I am David Papa, and that was a very, very good interview. I feel that Mandy was very complete in discussing all of the issues we had talked about that we were going to cover. Um, it's very clear that when you work in a special place, you feel like you're at home and you feel like you're a family. And she mentioned the teamwork that goes on at CSI and how important that is, not just for them, but of course for the patient because it's all about the patient. And the experience that all of these surgeons have there and the experience that all the nurses have and the anesthesiologist has, those are the things that should make you feel pretty confident. I know I felt confident uh, listening to her and uh, she threw out a few things that I didn't know but made perfect sense. Uh, but at the same time, I think it was a good opportunity to learn from a surgical nurse as to what her qualifications are, what she does, what's her part and what's her role in this and how she pulls it all together with the doctors and everyone else making that whole teamwork work for the patient. And, and that's special and I'm really happy to be part of that group because I work with them an awful lot and I've been there as a patient and I feel very confident sending my clients there. So if you like me, subscribe to me, share to the YouTube channel, uh, subscribe to my podcast, um, to your favorite podcast subscriber. If you need to speak to me in person, uh, you can certainly contact me at Papa Injury Law. Um, you can also reach me at dpapa at papainjurylawyer.com and I'll be more than happy to answer all your questions. I'll see you next time on the Personal Injury Guru.